Well, 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 we meet again. And by meet, I mean I have no idea who you are, unless we've talked before on the internet. Other than that, no idea. I've been down in some Kit Kat minis. They're, uh, I have the white ones. They're crisp wafers in white creme. How do you feel about that? A little white creme to my face? We can make a little joke, a little semen joke about that. A little white creme. There's like acceptable work humor, right? <laughs> I wasn't going to talk about this, but I was thinking about this. I remember at work, uh, there's this movie, you ever see this movie called Hard Eight? It's a, uh, what's that? Is that a P.T. Anderson movie? I'm going to say it is, even though it, is it? I think it is. <laughs> and uh, I said Hard Eight. And like people like started laughing because, you know, a dick, you know, a dick eight inches, it's hard. Innuendo. That's like a, that's a cool work thing. You can make an innuendo, depending on your job. If your job's cool, you want to be edgy, a nice innuendo joke will get them. Everyone will start laughing. Hard eight. What are we all fucking, what are we talking about, dicks? Oh, our fucking dicks in our pants. Again, it's so hard. How fucking funny. Hard eight. I mean, it's fun though. I mean, what are you gonna? What else are you gonna laugh at at work? You can't can't always be doing edge lord material at your at your job, I guess. <laughs> hey, oh my god, I can't believe it's Monday. Oh my god, I want to fucking shoot a gun into my face and fucking have my brain explode out my eye. <laughs> oh, it's fucking Monday. Oh, oh, I'm excited. It's Friday. It's it's really created a, uh, it's been talked about a lot of times, <laughs> but the, the nine to five office, office life is a, it, it's not really, I don't know, it's probably unnatural to the, to the human spirit, you know, but how else are you going to get things done? You know, we need a way to get things done. You work a certain amount of hours. <laughs> I've never worked like a real office office job, so I don't have a lot of input about that. Uh, like, like I've never worked at a job where like you're inputting things into the computer all day. I've always worked uh, in like production or whatnot, filming things. At least I'm a I'm a somewhat active uh, and comedian, comedian, you know, which is you know a social gathering. It's a fun thing. Comedian, comedian, I think is a top. Uh, social activity. We all get to laugh together, spend a nice time. Sometimes people get offended and they leave. But yeah, office humor. What a what an ugly <laughs> an ugly thing. <laughs> Acceptable humor. Oh, did your boss say something that's not funny but it's intended to be funny? Let's all give little giggles to show support. <laughs> oh my god, this guy's fucking hilarious. <laughs> How many times are you faking your reality during the day? Are you just acting like you care or doing it just because for monetary reasons? It's a very funny world. <laughs> it's a very funny world, which is this is why this is this is another key point to why uh, freedom of speech is so essential. Because imagine freedom of speech wasn't and you wanted to because right now it actually is set where you can uh, talk shitty about your job if you're being wronged it's they're not allowed to have any recourse but imagine it wasn't like that hmm? that'd be a bad world that would be a bad world anyhow i was eating these fucking kit kats here <clears throat> and i was thinking about food that's bad for you i was thinking about football now i, I i'm not a huge sports guy i'm just a, a gambling addict at this point in my life so i'm watching more sports than ever <laughs> And sports is funny. It's just like you watch other men or women, but, you know, mostly men, I guess, be athletic, you know, be 
except in football, I mean, the, the, the linemen are all like 400 pounds and uh, that's they're not healthy. They die when they're like 50. They live to be like 50 at most. They probably die in their 40s from like heart conditions, from having so much pressure against them because they are like putting in a lot of energy practicing and on the field but they're also weighing like 300 pounds so they're like bodies getting fucked up and we're like yeah that's fine somebody needs to guard the quarterback and i get it we like humans have always needed like a uh, some sort of blood sport to cheer on in history that's we love a blood sport we get football and then you know guys get cte and then kill their families commit suicide die in their 40s and but we get to watch a little football I mean, there's other sports, basketball, baseball. These these have more longevity to them. I guess uh, you can be fat in baseball. Be, you can be a little fat in basketball, but it's still you're running up and down the court. you got to be a little fit. There's guys who have gotten too fat to remain in the league. You don't really see a fat guy in soccer. Soccer is a lot of cardio. So I guess I'm more specifically talking about football. Football. And, uh, you know, those boys, those... Those boys on the TV getting, you know, getting hit. <laughs> what am I, what, what, I even forget the point. Oh, fast food, or like I was talking about bad nutrition. I was eating Kit Kats. It's funny that at one point, uh, I know I have a, a huge, a big international base on this podcast, but at one point in America, I remember being taught the food pyramid, and at the tippy top of the pyramid was candy. <laughs> candy, like a good diet every day requires maybe like 5% candy. So the thing is, a diet does not require any candy. Candy provides no benefit. If the point they're trying to make is it's okay to eat badly every now and then, as long as you don't overindulge, then that's fine. But they just shouldn't include it in the pyramid because it's it's not part of a healthy diet. <laughs> that should be made clear that it's like food like McDonald's where there's no nutrition. There's actually, unless you're people be like... The cheese has vitamin D, right? Or the milk has vitamin D. But I mean, that's you can get vitamin D from fucking fruits and vegetables. You're not, you shouldn't get it from dairy. But yeah, I had a bigger point about this. But what am I saying here? Yeah, fast food. But yeah, you watch football. There'll be like McDonald's ads. There'll be like fucking Bud Light ads. And there is something too advertising affecting your your purchasing. The, a guy like me will uh, uh, again. I'll purchase things. That are like, I like Coca-Cola. I'll drink a fucking Coca-Cola, you know? Because I think it tastes good. But do you? But does it really taste good? Or have I just been looking at Coke so long on the TV that I'm like, oh, I have to have a nice Coca-Cola right now. Because <laughs> it does affect you. This is something that uh, advertisers... Obviously, when you're advertising something, you're trying to get someone to buy the product. By constantly looking and seeing it, it's putting it's putting a certain neuropath into your brain. It's like, just with people, you like people who you're around more. You don't like strangers. It doesn't mean your strangers are bad. It's just that you like the people you see more. That's how you build social relationships, right? In school or in whatever communities you're part of or groups, you you. By seeing someone more and more, you become, oh, this guy, this guy, you know, they, they become more, they build a neural pathway in your brain, and depending on how they make you feel, now, now this thing is cemented into your brain, and you're like, this is part of you. It's the same thing with uh, products that get advertised to you. They, they create neural paths into your brain, causing you to maybe affect your purchasing. Um... But, I mean, you have to have, a, a, I guess, a good product to begin with. 
But is that even true? I wonder, I don't know, there's probably plenty of popular products that are subpar against their competitors, but because of advertising and such, they're, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot more of it. So what's the point I'm making here? Uh, you know, don't, don't watch TV. <laughs> just look at me. Just don't even look at me. Just listen to me. I, I have the answers. What if I was trying to start a cult? Do you think you could probably start a cult through podcasts easily? Podcasts and any... This is the best time to start a cult, the internet age, because you can get access to the most people, and you can get access to the dumbest people the easiest. Uh, just because there's dumb people online that are looking for for answers, and you can provide it for them. You People will just believe lies. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the thing. I mean, eventually you have to believe something. And if your world is... Uh, something's affecting you and your world negatively, and somebody's saying something that makes sense to your... What's your situation? You're gonna start being like, this is the guy, you know? This is the guy I need to, this is the guy I need to be, a, be, be hanging out with. And let's not question anything. I, sometimes I'd like to believe that the majority of people do kind of think in a nuanced, rational way. But maybe they don't. I don't know. I was watching the George Carlin documentary and I wasn't a huge fan of the documentary. And George Carlin's an interesting guy. I don't know. He's all right. He never really made me laugh, but maybe uh, I was just... I'm beyond his... Or, like, uh, his generation of comedy wasn't... It's, comedy doesn't age well is the point I'm making here. <laughs> but he was always talking about how he hates groups and likes individuals, right? That was his big fucking message. Because once you get into, like, a group think, people start thinking real wild things. <laughs> start thinking real, like, unnuanced, just flat opinions without... Uh, you can bring up any issue, you know? They'll start being like, oh, this side. But when you talk to someone on an individual basis, maybe they're a little more nuanced thinker, or they're, they're just a nice person, you know? So, uh, that's... This is, this is just info for you on the podcast. <laughs> for you to hear. Now, let's think you're talking to an individual who you just met, and you see him, and you go, hey, sir... You want to be friends? And he's like, I don't want to be friends unless we can uh, touch tips. And you'd be like, what do you mean? You want us to touch dicks? And he's like, yeah. Would you befriend this guy? A, a guy that wants you to touch tips between your dick? Would you like to be friends with that man? Hmm? What if you saw that man and guess what he was doing? He was like feeding starving children, you know? He was, sat he was jumping in front of bullets to save women of color. Would you then touch dicks with this man? Because he's doing a lot of good. <laughs> he's just taking bullets to the chest to save women of color. Would you then touch tips with him? Hmm? <laughs> Wait, I don't even know why I brought that up. I'm just uh, being silly right now. But um, the point is you shouldn't, just because a guy's good, doesn't mean you should be touching tips with him. Does this make sense? Does everything before this podcast and this statement sum up to make you feel a certain type of way. <laughs> uh, let me do a quick plug at Matt Miller Real on everything. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, MattMillerComedy.com. Follow Unwholesome Comedy on Instagram. Unwholesome Comedy is also on Facebook. Unwholesome Com on Twitter for all my, uh, my self-produced comedy shows. Check those out. I don't have a a show right now ready to go, but uh, look there for the future show that I plan on doing. Your boy's been so fucking busy. I've been munching these Kit Kats. I've been drinking this coffee from the bodega. I got a nice bodega sandwich earlier today. 
your boy's been munching. Now, there's probably no nutrition in that. It did have tomatoes and lettuce, but again, I don't, you know, I live unhealthy. <laughs> uh, in, the, in the bread case, I did see a little fly, and I was like, I don't know if I want this food, but the, the bread case where he got my bread from, there was, I didn't see a fly. So I was like, well, it's in the other bread. This one's probably okay. But I mean, in all honesty, you don't, when you go to restaurants, you know, what are they doing back there? Have you ever worked into a rest, worked into a restaurant? <laughs> I mean, food, I guess, should, is, it's okay if there's a little fucking grime or dirt in it, you know? <laughs> you, your food should probably have a little, it should be a little fucking infected. Because there is a problem with being too clean or whatever, and then you, it just opens it up to more disease. Your body needs to get more immunity to things. Is this? Am I? Am I a doctor? Does this make sense? <laughs> Does this make sense to you? But no, because isn't there a problem with kids that just get like sheltered and only eat the most like cleanest food that like eventually they eventually have you know create new diseases that affect them. I don't know if this is true, but it might just be theory, but I think this is a, a thing. I actually just did a doctor's visit this morning because ever since I got the fucking booster, my fucking heart hurts. And I guess, uh, to the virtual visit, I guess it, we come to the conclusion that it wasn't my heart. The person who administered my booster, like, hit a nerve and it, like, fucked up my fucking muscles. <laughs> and it made my arm numb and shit. Because the, the person fucked up and injected my fucking vaccine into my nervous system. or That's not exactly the science there, but yeah, so now yeah, I have to deal with that shit. Well, a, a quick update, my dad has to go in for fucking heart surgery to get his, like, a valve replaced in his heart. And, and there's, it was funny, talking to this virtual doctor about the, the booster, they're like, they have seen a lot of uh, heart-related or other stuff like, uh, adverse reactions to the booster. This is what the doctor I said, I talked to online. In case this podcast gets flagged for fucking misinformation, she was telling me they were, they have seen, they didn't, they haven't seen a little. She's, they've seen a lot of problems related just specifically to the vaccine being administered to people. And, uh, I'm not putting my political side into either fence of it i just think the negatives just aren't getting promoted so much in mainstream media you can still be pro-vaccine and say there's negatives to it you know <laughs> so uh, just to putting it this disclaimer out there that the vaccine does have there's a lot of negative side effects to it and they've noticed a lot of like heart related issues so what are you going to do this is what the doctor said uh I, i'll say I'll also say this is my opinion just so this doesn't get flagged but you decide. You do the research on what's up. Because the, the other thing is always is like, uh, you know, like the polio vaccine. Everyone gets that and that's like wiped out polio until recently. So I can't. So, you know, vaccines are a good thing. But I don't know. Do you think they cause autism? <laughs> I mean, there's no real evidence, but what, I don't know. I don't, I don't really, I'm not I'm not stating any scientific claim here. Uh, I got all the vaccines, you know, and I have autism. <laughs> so how do you guys feel about it, hmm? Do your own research. Do your own, I mean, there, there, there's definitely adverse reactions to the vaccine. Like, any vaccine's going to kill X amount of people. Any vaccine's going to have some kind of health effect on X amount of people. It's factored into it. And I don't think that, like, do people just know that inherently that 
like any surgery, life-saving surgery, like an X percentage of people are going to die from it. It's just part of the fucking medical game. They just account for uh, people dying. So I guess the thing is, it's like, is is the X amount of people that are going to die from said saving thing like less than the X amount of people who would die if this was never administrated? And that's the the conflict there, the trade-off that people, you know, the elites do whenever they create something. They, uh, you know, it's the it's like the death trade-off is how it all works, and it usually ends up being like uh, something to do with money that affects this decision. So how do you feel about that? <laughs> um, yeah, what am I saying here? What does the point say? So yeah, I'm not I'm not uh, trying to push any agenda or make you feel any way. I, I just like to think about things from an outsider perspective in a in a philosophical way. <laughs> I'll say this, I'm not going to get the uh, the new booster, I mean, I, I because of that last problem, and uh, I don't know, I think my dad's going into heart surgery, and I think it definitely might be vaccine-related. Uh, there's, no, there's no proof of it, but I, I think it's definitely, that's the reasoning, because he never had really problems like that before, my grandfather never had fucking uh, heart problems, he lived to be old. So it's just like, what, what are you going to do there? You know, it's maybe it is. Maybe I just have certain genetics that are adversely affected. Um, so make your own decision. And the, yeah, the decision is, is, is the possible side effects outweigh what, uh, you know, what COVID's doing now? How many people are dying from it now? It's supposed to be a lesser strain. So do your own research. Don't listen to me. I'm a, I'm a very, like, politically make sure I'm not swaying podcast guy, you know? So I want to make sure that I'm not, you know, creating any sort of controversy. Because I've done a podcast before on YouTube. I don't even want to talk about it on here. Where I think, I've talked about it on a previous podcast. I have one strike on my channel because I was, you know, you question things. <laughs> Big tech doesn't want you speaking out. But you should question things a little bit. I saw a headline. It could have. I didn't even check to see if it was real, but I saw a headline that was like, uh, "It could." I mean, again, who does this research? It was like fifty percent of fucking like Democrats think people who uh, spread are like. No, no, no. It just the headline was a bait headline. Unless that's actually what was real, it said like 50% of Democrats who think that people who question the vaccines should be fined or put in jail. And I'm like, is that real? And also, if that's real, that that can't be real. You can't think that anyone that questions, like if it's specifically people that are questioning it that should be put in jail, then that's instant. doctors should be put in jail, right? Isn't a doctor's job to question whether you should constantly be questioning whether something works or is effective, that's a scientist's job to question. The idea that questioning should put you in jail... Again, I haven't checked this, and this could be just bait for me to get our angry. Because every a lot of things on the internet, I think, are just bait to get angry. Like the fucking Little Mermaid fucking thing. Like, who gives a fuck? It's just a fucking Disney cartoon is my whole thing. And, and my whole thing about art is, it's like, if you want to sit... We, you don't have to save the original property. I think the art should be should be changed and manipulated and even disrespected and by new artists. I think art is all about fucking messing shit up and being fucking whatever. I think art's about 
anything. You, I think whatever you think is the greatest piece of art, I think it would be good if another piece of art, if another artist just desecrated it. I think that's what art is a world of fucking taking things apart and messing it up. So like, so I guess I'm thinking it from a philosophical thing. The, the little mermaid, like she's, she's, she's not white anymore. She's black is like, who gives a fuck? And I think most people don't give a fuck. And if you go on, see, if you <laughs> spend too much time online, you start to think the world is different. The idea of being an overly online person uh, is a thing. And then even at my job, we discussed it. Like, it, it, it psyoped into my job. And I'm like, who gives it? And everyone was just like, who really gives a fuck? <laughs> it's just a stupid mermaid movie. <laughs> and even if it wasn't a stupid mermaid movie and it was some, like, mm, special movie, also, who gives a fuck? I do think of something that was uh, interesting about the movie from the casting. It seems like the, the mermaid's black and then her her love interest is white. But it does seem like she has to, like, leave her, like, black mermaid neighborhood and be saved by her white land savior. And that seems like some low-key Disney racist shit. <laughs> you ever think about that? Check the... It's like, I forget the exact story of The Little Mermaid, but if this is truly the thing... Unless the mermaid... I don't know. <laughs> that I haven't... I can't judge it until I see the movie, but it seems like that's... Disney's trying to make a, another white savior movie. <laughs> so people should be mad about that, is all I'm saying. God, all the current issues. I'm finally becoming a podcaster that talks about things that are relevant. Uh, what was the other thing I want to say? Oh, yeah, there was that fucking... Uh, the, the, the illegal immigrants sent from Florida to uh, Martha's Vineyard. And uh, that's a whole thing. And I'm just going to think about it from a philosophical level and not a political level again. So don't... Don't... Uh, don't judge. <laughs> the idea of that is right. It's like if you're pro open borders, then you uh, you know you deal with the consequences of that. And I get that that idea. Uh, so that's all. That's <laughs> I mean I don't have a lot more to say on that. It is just funny when you see the video. There was a, there was a video of this woman in in Martha's Vineyard, just like we don't have the resources or the uh, you know the housing for these people. They got you can't just throw them here. And, uh, but the point of, like, open borders is, like, you don't have time to get the resources or housing. You just have to accept whoever comes in and figure out how to deal with them. So, you know, if you want open borders, then you have to also be okay with not having enough resources and having to figure out a way to deal with the people, right? Isn't that the whole thing? Uh, so that's the whole thing. Um, I'm not saying I support anyone in this. I'm just thinking about it philosophically for you guys to understand. Uh, but the thing is, these are human beings. These are people in the world. So I feel like people of all sides talking about these immigrants are kind of just talking about them like they're objects and not humans with ideas and minds and dreams. Because all these people could just be great. They could be great people. You know, you don't know. These people could just be wanting to contribute and help and give to charity. You don't know who these people are going to be. So so even by saying we don't have enough resources or whatever, maybe they'll provide, you know, the... Uh, they'll provide some sort of benefit to the community even if there isn't enough room. Maybe they'll... Like, the room will be created, you know? I don't know. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? If we... <sighs> So what's my point here? I have no point. I, I None of this was made any meaning. None of this had any point. Just It was just, I just like questioning. <laughs> I'm a big questioner. I, I didn't make enough jokes in this podcast. I feel like I was too serious for most of it. 
But I think a lot was discovered and planted out there. And uh, just to wrap up, you know, um, if you uh, if you're living a good life, you know, good job. <laughs> just to wrap up, hey people, if you're living a good life out there, good job, you you guys, you're doing it. If you're not living a good life, what's up, huh? Why is your life not so good? <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing here. I, this was a lot. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, I'll be back again in a fucking week. <laughs> that's how that's how this podcast works. It's weekly. I want to I want to be putting these out on Monday, but um, yeah, life's been so busy lately. Life's been so Disney lately. So, hope you enjoyed this. I'll talk to you later. Goodbye.